Welcome back to the Post Up Podcast, episode 28. My name's Halen, and I'm joined, as always, with Owen. Hello. That was really loud. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, this episode, like most episodes this season, is going to start with an awful rant of Philly. I mean, I've actually watched a Philly game this week, so I can can join in with this. But you only watched one half. Uh, The game that we did actually win. It was enough. It was enough. But to be fair, that half of basketball was basically what well, we've been like. Against the yeah. Nets, by the way. The first half was like, it was bad. I- I'll let you start with Philly. Oh, wow. Like, wow. This, this is the first time you've watched wow. us play I need, like, in a, a long yeah. time. Wow. So, what's your thoughts on how bad we are? So, from going from my excellent OKC team. I would agree. Very good. A very, very nice t- We can kind of like talk about each other's weeks. Because I did watch you the OKC You watched one of week. our games yeah. and I watched yeah. one of your games. It's like watching a t- bunch of players that are not teammates. I want. I want. That puts it perfectly, actually. I want. I want to see what I said. <laughs> I'll be scrolling for a while. For a while. This was over a week ago. Yeah. So the the, the Nets game to sum it up, well, not not in one sentence, but looking through back what I what I said to you, um, Joel Joel started started brightly. Well, Philly started brightly. It looked good to start with. Mm. Joel made like three shots at the start. The first six minutes were good. Yeah, they were, they were difficult shots as well. As I as I said, I said, then I was making half of these shots. So at the start, I was like, <laughs> yeah, at the start, it was like, oh, this this looks like it might be a good game to watch. See Philly actually playing well, and then it it all went downhill rather quickly with an an awful, what was it? It was forty four to eight in the end. 44 to 8 run from which, the according from the to Nets. Reddit, which you can't trust, that was the second worst run ever. The next worst was 40 to 4. Well, you can trust, you can trust Reddit. You can trust Reddit. You can trust Reddit. We never know. So we could, we could have had the second worst streak ever in the game. Um, yeah, you often say that when Ben Simmons does, obviously, Ben Simmons is, is practically dead. Um, we probably should mention that at the beginning. Ben yeah. Simmons is literally dead. He's back injury, they're re evaluating him in two weeks. He's out indefinitely. Yeah, not, not, not good. good. Season's we're, over. we're on the ropes. Yeah. So obviously Ben didn't play against Brooklyn. So when that happens, everything goes through Embiid, and when Embiid's not playing well, there's no offense at all. Mm-hmm. And the way you're playing at the moment, there's no really much defense either. So yeah. So I was basically saying that the Nets really need a player that can run some sort of. Uh, sorry, Brook. Uh, no. They, they are the Nets. Yeah. Mm. No, but I meant to say Philly. Uh, right. Need a player that. Can like kind of run offense when because Neto was your backup point guard. Nope, he was awful. Well, I, I, we had a good backup point guard, Trey Burke, but we got rid of him for some reason. Um, not very really smart, but yeah, with Ben out, we got no one. <laughs> yeah, this game like because obviously you, you go on quite a lot about how Embiid's the problem, not Ben and mm-hmm. not Brett Brown, and obviously Brett was getting well, well the whole team Brett, was getting booze. Brett is like, he's, I'm starting to think he might have some sort of problem. Yeah, you... contribute in some way. Yeah, but that game showed that Philly cannot play without Ben Simmons. Yeah, we just can't. Because at the end of the day, he's one of the best defenders in the leagues, in the league, and one of the best um, playmakers. And when he's out of your team, you, you've got no one. Yeah, like, he like, was it. One only by Embiid was the lack of effort. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure I've told you many yeah, times. But <laughs> actually, actually is. watching him and watching the Nets shoot. And the rebounds going like slightly to his left, and he just leaves them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, I come from. I don't come from a team. I come from watching a team with 
where you have Russell Westbrook, who would chase down every single rebound. There wasn't one rebound that we wouldn't catch. Like, there was no, a player wouldn't let the ball bounce away. And, and even in this Oklahoma City team now, Oklahoma City? Who the hell's that? Yeah, okay. yeah that's what they're called. <laughs> well, that's your own team. Even this OKC team, like, SGA's chasing down rebounds. Like, everybody wants a rebound. I'm watching MB play and how tall he is, and he's just letting rebounds just go to the side, letting them bounce. He does get a good amount of rebounds in games. So it's not even like. But I think that's just a byproduct of being tall. Yeah, he could get so yeah. much more. But Embiid had a horrific first half. We didn't try, but the second half he did try, and he ended up putting up thirty nine and sixteen. And in overtime, he he did carry us. He basically well, you, did you carry. Won, us. You won nine, one in overtime, didn't you? Yeah, we dominated them. Um. So I mean, it was kind of promising, but I, if you watched the if you did watch the full game, you you would have seen the the, the, the two, two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. No, I saw the good. I saw the bad. You end saw the bad. Last one. I was happy is, enough with that. Like way even worse than that than that on the road. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as well, he he wouldn't like work on defense, but then he would demand the ball on offense, and then wouldn't pass it, and would try and like try and like bully his way through. So it's like. All he cares about was getting the points. He doesn't care about doing well, the defense for the team. Someone on Reddit again put it perfectly. This the typical Sixers offense without Ben Simmons. It takes Embiid about ten seconds again to position. So already we're down to fourteen seconds. They give it to him in the post. He'll spend five seconds looking. Then he spend five seconds backing someone down. Then the double team comes with two seconds left on the clock, and he'll just throw it anywhere. Oh yeah, that's I've, our t- our typical offense. Yeah, I did notice that as well. Double teams is the easiest way to defend Joel Embiid. Yeah, because he can't pass. But. It's just like there might be an open man there, and he just he won't pass it until the double team comes. Or if he passes it to Al Horford with two seconds left on the clock, he'll pump fake. Why would yes. you pump fake? Yes. <laughs> to, to to make make sure you get the clean shot. And then you'll give it to Toby, and Toby will just hold the ball. Or miss. Cause I oh, don't Which even start on Tobias I Harris. Stand him. I've watched. I've not watched many Tobias Harris games. I've only ever watched him for Philly. I don't. I probably have watched him for the Clippers. I just don't remember because that was that's the sort of player then, he is. He had a but, good half a season. Yeah, but watch I, I've watched uh, the games where they've played against. Well, Philly have played OKC, and I've watched well the the game against the Nets. I don't know why this man's a basketball player. <laughs> he can't shoot. Doesn't really do much defensively. Nothing defensively. He doesn't like. He doesn't get assists. He doesn't get loads of rebounds. He just shoots like not even bad shots. He'll shoot a good shot and he'll just clank off mm. the rim. Uh, Tobias Harris is awful, and him and Embiid should leave in the summer. Ooh, get rid of them. I the one thing I hate like the most in sport is when people don't try. Yeah, and being in Philadelphia, you have to try, or the fans will boo you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I was that the Brooklyn game where they got booed. Yeah, because they went on that forty-four to eight run. Mm. Um, and like the fans booed them, and rightly so, because people say the Sixer fans are the worst for booing us, for booing the team. I mean, if um, you're watching, it works it, though. Yeah, it works. Like, literally, we booed Embiid, and he had a 49-point game uh, coming up. I feel like, as well, the people who are saying, like, the Philly fans are the worst fans, they're, they're not soft. watching the game. Yeah. They're, they're not watching the game. Like, if I just saw, oh, they're booing him again. Like, but if you watch the game, like, I'm booing them as well. I'm not even a Philly. I don't, I don't care if Philly win or lose. Sorry. I just but... swear a lot when I watch the Sixers. <laughs> Mainly at Toby and Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm watching it, I'm just like, I feel like booing, because it's just lack of effort. Mm. Like, dreadful. But... You did win that game. <laughs> Somehow. And th- there was three more games in, so, in the week for you as well. Obviously, Milwaukee followed that up away. I was going to watch so that game, but didn't. I already accepted the fact that we were going to lose. 
because I thought Ben wasn't going to play. Obviously, being injured, he shouldn't have played. Um, and Ben is like an Iron Man. Like he, he's never injured. He never gets injured. So when he's hurt, except, except now when he's so, injured. So when he gets hurt and feels pain, you know it's real pain. So if you're like a smart person, like a doctor should be smart. Our doctors yeah. are not smart. No. They played Ben, and he lasted five minutes, and he had to leave. And now who knows how long he's going to be out for? So Season. We, we played against the best team in the league without our best player, and Embiid. What well, he shot five or seventeen, and again he didn't try defensively, and it's just. This is the Embiid which I can't stand, and I'm sure if you ever watched, have you ever watched Embiid play away? No, well, away to OKC probably. Uh, yeah. How but. did he do that game? I don't remember. There's too many games in an NBA season yeah. to remember each individual score from every <laughs> game. Yeah, like anyway, like Embiid, uh, please just try. And like, so the next thing game against Atlanta, where he scored 49 points, 14 rebounds. To me, that means nothing. Because why couldn't you do that the game before? Or at least show that same sort of effort and commitment. Um, like, it's Atlanta. they got no centres. they got no defence. Well done. It, You're meant to be, like, bullying the, the smaller teams. It's like he needs somebody to tell him he's rubbish for, like, the players, the fans booing him. He knows he's rubbish. Or Shaq him. or Charles going at him Every at post-game time. interview, he says, I need to be better, I need to be more aggressive. And the next game, away from home, he does nothing. Like, against Cleveland in our most recent game, in the first quarter, he had one shot. Al Horford had five. Big Al. And who's who's Cleveland Cleveland centers? Tristan Thompson, who's six foot eight. Embiid is four. He's taller than six foot eight. Six foot nine, maybe, on a good day. Six ten. He's not even that tall. Yeah, he's got to be that tall. He's stumpy. He's got to be that tall. Embiid should just dominate him. I just don't understand why Embiid doesn't carry that same energy um, on the away games. I mean, you could say that about all about him apart from Ben. Ben's, ben is literally the only player who tries. And Furkan, don't forget Furkan. Have you seen the splits from home games? Home games, he shoots 45% from three. Away games, he goes down to like 25. Jesus. Same with Matisse. Why are you so bad away? It's, it's a mental thing. It's like, it's got to the point now where I think we're genuinely scared to play away. So, <laughs> I think we're screwed. I get... I get that it is different playing against a crowd that isn't your own fans cheering you on. But at the moment, Philly, your fans ain't cheering you on either. They're booing you. But like, what, it works though when we boo them. What, what's yeah? The away fans are gonna be booing them as well. Though. What's the what's the difference of playing to the? I feel like away? when Philly fans boo them, or like even just be at Wells Fargo Center, I feel it gives them the players some sort of energy where they they want to put on a show for the home fans. And when we go on the road, there's not that same energy. It's like. I feel now they're like, oh, here we go again. Here's another away game. It's just a bad mentality. I, I, I never understand why teams get affected by. Well, we always used to be away. good away. Like, we could play away to Denver and they'd be like, oh, we, we could get a result by here. And be yeah, going staying on the Cleveland game, Embiid is gone. The team is Ante Zizic. Have you ever heard of Ante Zizic? I have, yes. A third string centre for one of the worst teams in the league. He comes into the game, all cocky. He hits a hook shot over Embiid. He goes down the other end and just breaks his shoulder. Why? There's no need for that. Well, maybe you want to try to win the game, which they did in the end, to be fair. Second time we've lost to Cleveland this year. I don't want to talk about it, really. Um, but then, 17 wins on the season they've got. So when your two best players are out, Simmons and uh, Embiid... I mean, Shake Milton's still playing. I see, he's your second best player. You'd like to think, the guy you spent $180 million on, Tobias Harris, you'd like to think he'd have the decency to step up and try. 
Because what did I predict to you um, during the game? Did I say, I think, uh, I can't wait to watch uh, Toby shoot sh- awful. 16 of yeah. 18 for like 13 points or something? He ended 4 of 13 on 11 points. Very close. Very close. Um, it was yeah, no points happen. for being close, though. Um, Unfortunately. Um, no points in my book. So, again, Toby failed. Again. Yeah. Um, Don't know why he's a basketball player. Honestly, can't tell it was, you. It was one thing. It was going around Twitter where people were finally slandering Toby. He deserves it, by the way. Finally, he's come to the point where people are slandering him. He had a mismatch with Ante Zizic guarding him. He, to- he did one dribble, passed the ball away to Sheik. Sheik passed it back to Toby. Toby went to drive and then passed it away again. And then Sheik went, no, you've got a centre on you. You take the ball. So t- um, Toby ended up driving and then airballing uh, a floater. That's our offence. Oh, God. It's just so, like, miserable to watch. And also, so, you know, we traded for Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks. Which you said was a great trade because you got some shooters. Because, yeah, we traded for them because they're both 40% shooters. So since uh, joining us, Burks has shot 5 of 18 from 3, 28%. Um, and then Glenn Robinson the third, zero for nine. Which what percentage is that? Zero for nine, zero percent. Somebody passed their math yeah. GCSE. He hasn't even hit one. Surely, surely you could hit one. He's had and most of these attempts wide open. He just can't hit any. Like, is this some sort of curse? Like, you come to Philadelphia. And you can't shoot, or is that down to the coach? It's that damn process, that's what it is. It's that damn process that you keep trusting in. Now, Adam Silver ruined us by forcing us to get... I can't... Why is it Adam Silver's fault? Because, do you know Sam Hinkie, the guy who saved us? I'm aware of this guy, He forced him out, um, and he forced... Have you heard of Brian Colangelo? No. You haven't? So, his father, Jerry Colangelo, is like... Seen as a basketball god, even though he's never won a championship like because Thorn he's Maker. useless. Like Thorn Maker. Yeah, yeah. basically, he's both gods. Um, so they, he forced him into our team, and then he hired his son, Brian, who, you know, the Twitter scandal where he had all, all the fake accounts? Like KD. Yeah, but he had five fake accounts and then blamed on his wife. Huh. And he would be slandering Embiid on these accounts. Ah, nice. Yeah, so then so he like resigned. The opposite of KD. Yeah, he would slander his own team. Um, no, that's not that. That's a, that's a good coach. So that's though. the guy, the commissioner of the NBA, put in charge of us. And ever since then, it's been downhill. Since he came in, we've wasted all our money on Tobias Harris and Al Horford. We traded assets to, including Jason Tatum, to get Markel Fultz. Well, Fultz is good now. Is he? He can't even shoot still. Yeah, but he's doing 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 all right. Doing all right in, um... Compared to Jason Tatum? Yeah, but a different breed, didn't he, Tatum? A different breed. He was ours, and we traded him for Markel Fultz. Oh, we're such a poorly run team. And our owners... Oh, don't even get me started on our owners. Oh, let's just go into OKC. The moral of the story is never trust the process. Moral of the story, Philly bad. Philly bad, no trust process. Talking about good, big, big muscle men, strong team, with lots of lovely teamwork with Daddy Paul in charge. Pause. <laughs> Dream pause. Nah, play, play. Play, <laughs> rewind, rewind. Daddy Paul in charge. <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder. What a um, team. Wow. What, do you want to start? What, what game did you watch? Well, I watched the Denver game. Watched the Denver game. I only watched the I. fourth quarter because yeah. I was up. and I The best quarter to watch. I didn't feel you? like sleeping, so I tuned in to watch. Yeah. The best quarter to watch, if you ever want to go watch an OKC game, just just turn up for the fourth quarter. I would agree. Because that's when it gets interesting. Because we never blow any teams out, but we'll blow them out in the fourth. Um, Unless so you're like a like below 500 team, then we'll scrape two points against you. So I saw it was a close game in the fourth, and I thought, oh, let's tune in to see what they're all about. 
And I left that game being very jealous because I just witnessed a team play actual basketball. And, Re- real life basketball. And actually run a proper working offense in the fourth quarter. I'm so used to seeing us throw the ball to Embiid and him turn the ball over. I saw a point guard actually hit shots in the fourth quarter, being Chris Paul. What a guy. Talking about that fourth quarter, um, we outscored them 35-24. to 24. Chris Paul just went mad. Chris I suppose Paul, he does it every game. Chris Paul went off for 29, and like, it's just, um, Stephen Adams actually had a good game as well, so it was like, it's good to see Adams you know, has been decent in the past week. I, I enjoyed watching it. Now, I haven't enjoyed watching a basketball game for a while. Uh, like, I was watching that Thunder game, and I was like, wow, this is fun. It, so this is what it's like to watch an actual NBA team. Must be nice. Yeah. Mm. Our, our team is just so good. we got a mix of young players and experienced players, mm. all picked up by Chris Paul. SGA is growing by the game. Dennis Schroeder is sixth man of the year. I don't have to keep saying it. He is sixth man of the year. Gallinari is just an excellent shooter. He doesn't, like, we don't let him run offense that often. He's kind of just like, if we need him, give him the ball. He'll probably make the shot. He shoots very good percentages. I think he's made, like, I think he's made two threes in most of the games he's played this season. Stephen Adams is blows hot and cold a lot of the time. But, like I said, the past week he's been, like, on fire. Legret's door, one of the best <laughs> best defenders, primitive defenders in the league. That that I've never seen that one play. I was saying about the lack of like hustle and effort from Philly. I've never seen one man hustle so much than Legret's door. Every time the ball is just there, he he like dives on it. He like trying to get any. The we don't get as many steals as we probably should do for like a a backcourt of Door, Chris Paul and SGA. But like so saying that, Door got three steals against Denver. Um, Stephen Adams got four. So that shows you how good of a... That, 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 if you look at steals, that, that, that shows effort. Like, Dennis Schroeder got two steals. Nolan's Noel got two steals. Legrette's got three. Adams got four. Ganari got one. It just... But on Dort, I saw a story about him uh, a couple of days ago. Um, during the draft, four teams called him asking, oh, are you okay with us picking you in the second round? And he turned every single one of them down yep. to play for the Thunder. What a genius man! Because fourteen games in a row he started now, and he's he'll good. Be, he'll, be, he'll be fifteen and sixteen. He doesn't worth. look like a rookie. He looks no. comfortable. Like, uh, I'm so happy that he plays for us. I'm so happy what he's doing. It's like having Terence Ferguson starting and defending everybody at the start of the season. We've kind of got rid of that because Dort doesn't defend everybody. Mm. We kind of just defend positions, and it works for the most part. But Dort just seems to. He just seems like we're we're Terence Ferguson's a bit. He's taller, but a bit like weight-wise smaller. He just he got bullied if, like when we played against the Lakers. LeBron would just absolutely bully Terrence Ferguson. <laughs> Not a matchup that you'd want. But Dort just seems to he seems to just put enough pressure on people. Like not to the Dort, but Chris Paul. Um, I don't know who we were playing, but somebody had a mismatch. A center was on. It was Dennis Schroeder. A center was on Dennis Schroeder posting up, and he he was backing into him. Dennis Schroeder literally just like. Euro step behind him and stole the ball, and the, the center just didn't have a clue where it was. Like the amount of times I see our guards beating a center in the post, the defensively, it's just so much fun to watch us defensively. Defensively, and go back to a couple of years ago when people were calling for Billy Donovan to be sacked. It's not his fault. It was probably Russ's fault. <laughs> but still, love you, Russ. Still my favorite player. Doing great things in Houston. Shout out to Russ. But yeah, that's just the Denver game. It's been an incredible week I'm playing the Spurs, who. Who we've lost twice to already. Uh, I think we leveled the season series at two all. 
And in the, well, the second half was amazing for us. Um, in the third quarter, we had scored them 37 to 18. And in the fourth, it was 33 to 30. And we kept the Mads Rosen to 11 points. That's that's the Legretsdorf effect. I mean, Legretsdorf put up 15 points. He didn't miss a single shot. Six of six. Two from two from three point. <laughs> I mean, Stephen Adams put up 21 points. Dennis Schroeder put up 13. We broke, the, we broke a record. Well, our personal record for the most players to have uh, double figure points in in the game. We had eight players all over double figures. SGA, Chris Paul, Stephen Hans, Daniel Gallinari, Dennis Schroeder, Abdel Nader, Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel had a, had a very good game against Spurs. Five blocks and 10 points in 16 minutes. I mean, it, and a steal. Shot, also shot 100%. It was nice to see Diallo come back in as well and play a couple of minutes. Mike Muscala played four minutes and scored seven points. Like we're not playing him this much. And and Isaiah Roby came in for his first minutes, and I mean he didn't he got a rebound, but it's nice to know in the future he will be playing. And it just it's so much fun to win, win games and like when Russ and PG were there, Melo, KD, Harden, we'd win games and it'd be like yeah we should be winning games. It's even better to win games when you shouldn't be winning games. And you're winning a lot of games. Yeah. When was the last time you lost? Uh, to, uh, before to the Spurs, fabric, yeah. yeah, we lost two, we lost two in a row, but we're four, winning f- f- four in a row at the moment. We beat Chicago last night, not two nights ago, and I mean, e- even with Zach Levine and Kobe White uh, uh, combining for like seventy-two, we won. <laughs> we're we're playing very well, and it's like you see, the Stephen Adams th- three uh, three steals against Chicago, like so you. you kind of set up to win now but over the next six drafts you got 12 incoming picks yeah it's a madness like it's not fair but like, oh yeah. if, you, if you think it's, about that now you think we've got we've got chris it's it's all down to chris paul <laughs> i mean he's like 34 now so he's gonna yeah, yeah no but he is mentoring these players like you could see where when dennis Schroeder signed for okc he was excited he was like his favorite player in the league is russell westbrook he looks up to russell westbrook and you could see the way he was playing, he had like elements of Westbrook. Now you see him playing, and he's got elements of CP3. So does SGA, and sh- I don't know where the defense is coming in from. I don't know who's teaching all these boys defense, but the players just seem they're they're smarter playing basketball, and that comes from CP3. So with him mentoring SGA especially, and saying for the next like six seven years, we've got about fifteen first round picks. <laughs> it, it, it's something as crazy like that sounds like a joke, but it is something as crazy as that. Like, uh, CP3 will be well retired by then. But by then, SGA will be older, and he'll be mentoring the young boys coming through. Because I assume we'll just pick really athletic shooting guards as we <laughs> usually do. Who can't shoot? Yeah. But yeah. Tens Ferguson's got a decent three point uh, percentage last season. I'll let you know. <laughs> Not this season's awful. But yeah, so it's just I hope I hope Tens Ferguson bulks up in the preseason and becomes yeah. like Jason Tate. No, no. <laughs> what? Just just we'll a good back. like Andre Robinson, but with, with all your draft picks. You're you're not gonna use every single one of them on taking a place because you'd have too many rookies. No, uh, you yeah. could use that on trading for Bradley Beal is probably gonna be available in the summer. Yanis. Yeah. In, in, in two years. He's a free agent. Free agent. Bring him in. You could, literally with all your picks, you could possibly trade for n- most of the players in the league. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, I mean, no, like Simmons or Yanis or I've within been, reason. I've, I've been saying it. Bring in Bradley Beal. But then again, would you want a ball dominant player? I feel like he'd have to like 
like we said about Russ, he's not going to go to Houston and change his game. He kind of has. You just have to change your game to join us. Mm. Like, you can't go and expect to shoot, like, 25 shots a game. You have to, like, be more be more of a team. Like, Russ is gone. He's not shooting threes anymore. Nobody expected this. So we'd have to tell Bradley Beal, come in. You'll get the majority of the shots, because, like, obviously, CP3 will be getting a bit older. Probably, probably won't be, He'll probably still play as much as he is next season, but in the next few years, Bradley Beal's shots will be going up. And one thing with Bradley Beal... Billy Donovan was his coach in college. Best friends. Yeah, so... Bring him in. If anyone's going to change his ball-dominant ways, Billy Donovan. His big, 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 big man Billy. But mm. saying that, Billy Donovan wasn't great at changing Russ from being a, a thing. But Russ never had that respect, possibly. Bradley Beal is that, the that only... the problem. Donovan is the only reason Bradley Beal's in the NBA. Come home, Bradley, come home. I know you're not from Oklahoma, but come home. God, Billy Donovan didn't. Insane at Florida. Yeah, that's why he's in the. That's, that's why he's in the NBA. Nineteen ninety six. Uh, he's thirty one when he started. Wow. Yeah. Good man. Th- thank. Thanks for your work, Billy Donovan. Thanks for your work. We just what spent a half hour talking about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to teams. Well, we, we kind of mentioned um, a little man called Jason Tatum, and one man that has has really developed his game to incredible levels over the past three years. Two years ago, he worked in the summer, for the whole of the summer with Kobe. Him and Kobe worked on... Are you doing all right? My stomach is rumbling. <laughs> him and Kobe worked all summer on like moves and just just trying to make him a better player. He didn't really show it last season. I, he because of Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not his fault. He was playing with the most toxic guy in the NBA. But this season... How well is he playing, Owen? So, to start the season, he'd show glimpses. Like, he'd have a 41-point a game and then follow up with a 21-point game. He'd have a 30-point game but follow up with a 12. Since the All-Star break, he's found that consistency. Um, even before, I'd say since the start of February, where he's consistently averaged 25, 28, 33, 32. And this this is all playing at power forward as well. Yeah, a position I... change this season. and it, it like So, you could say at the beginning of the season, he was just trying to get into the new position playing power forward is different to playing small forward. Mm. So now he's actually playing consistently in this role. Two over two weeks ago he had a, a really bad game against Houston. Wait, fifteen points on five or fifteen shooting. Which is strange because they don't have any big men. You think like yeah. he's not a big man like per se, but he's he's big enough to dominate against PJ Tucker. But since that really bad game he's had thirty nine points, twenty eight, forty one, thirty six and thirty three. And I know you haven't seen the highlights, but he looks like a proper superstar. I saw bits of the Lakers game. Yeah, he it looks crazy. He, some of his shots are Kobe like. Well, in the past over the past three games, I think he's shooting like sixty percent from three point and sixty percent from the field. In the past, yeah. yeah, he's shooting very, very efficiently. So efficiently, and it's it's good to see because a good young player. And he's he's getting to the line finally. Uh, he had fifteen th- uh, free throw attempts against the Lakers. Against Portland, he had zero. I, d- I don't know why, but he made a career-high uh, eight three-point shots. With so. a dirty step-back on, um, on Melo. It was multiple. So, to, to see him grow, like it's hard not to like Boston. Like I used to hate their guts. I like Boston. I, 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 like, I, don't, I like the whole team. I don't like their fans, or their coach, or their no. GM. <laughs> but like, Tatum... I don't like Brad Stevens. No. But like, Tatum, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because we could have had him, and we Probably. messed her up. 
I like him. I like watching him play. I like him because it reminds me of a bit like like that they show the hustle that I like like. Jaina Brown and Marcus Smart, excellent defensive guards who show, well, especially Smart, shows a lot of hustle. They've got Kemba Walker, who's always been a, a point guard that I've enjoyed. Um, Gordon Hayward, who's been a player that I've, <laughs> I've very uh, very often called to join OKC. <laughs> and then Tatum's a great player, and they don't, and they have Ennis Cantor, obviously, an old OKC boy, one of the, uh, the second half of the Tash Bros. So I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the of the Celtics team, and I. I hope I hope they can hope they can go far in the playoffs this year. I don't. Yeah, but you're not. You at this rate, you won't be in the playoffs. Let's <laughs> be fair. It only takes about. It'll probably take about about thirty five wins to get into the playoffs <laughs> in the East this year. So you'll probably be fine since you've already got more than that. Yeah, we should get in. But we well, <laughs> for the first time this season, OKC have a better record than Philly. How does that How does that make you feel? Uh, if we go back on. to the predictions at the start of the season. And see where you placed place your you placed Philly top of the Eastern Conference. So did you? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, I'm talking about you here. What, what's wrong oh. with my spreadsheet? What the hell is happening? Let me get up on mine. That's fine, great. So we both put Philly at the top of the um, of the standings, and and I was looking at mine. I don't know why I said you. Yeah. So we both put Philly at the top of the East, and I had Thunder in the twelfth seed. You had Thunder. I had Philly in ninth and. What do you mean? You can't change it now. I don't know what I'm about. So uh, I uh, no change it back because <laughs> we'll be used at the end of the season. So yeah, so we uh, you had Thunder in the tenth, I had Thunder in the in the twelfth, and we both had Philly in the first. I mean, what what a change that has been from what we have now. Where okay, so we're currently in the fifth seed. Philly are in the where are you? Sixth seed. Uh, I think we're still fifth. Holding on to it, but you're thirty six and thirty three, and OKC are thirty six and the the what thirty six and twenty three twenty two what yeah <laughs> you're thirty six and twenty three we're thirty six and twenty two so there's only one game in it but wow top of the not top we're fifth, fifth in the West just above Utah who have been awful recently um I don't know what's really going wrong with Utah but. Let's hope they keep losing. Actually, I, I don't know who I want in the playoffs. <laughs> I'm just kind of just enjoying the ride. I don't care who you want. One of the LA teams, so you can go watch. Yeah, them. I want one of the LA teams, but I'm kind of just enjoying the ride. I don't, I'm not too bothered who we get, but if it if it has to be somebody, um, give me, give me the, the one of the LA teams. Now over this past week, there's always one team that has a load of beef. <laughs> there's always <laughs> something going on with one team. It is is usually always the rubbish teams. So it's all kicked off at the Cavs. This was a while ago. Yeah. To be fair. But but it's all kind of it's all kind of kicked off now because the coach has stepped down. But what's going on, Owen? What's got tell us the story. So basically when John Beeline first got the job, I feel like most people were like, This clearly isn't gonna work. It makes no sense. he's a seventy year old man who spent his whole life in college. And now you felt it was the right time to go to the NBA with one of the worst teams in the league. It made no sense. So it was always going to fail at some point, a lot sooner than I thought. Um, but I yeah. think we both said at the beginning of the season that his system that he plays in college wouldn't work in the NBA. No, it, and it proved he didn't. It you was can't never. play two ball dominant. And the way he was, he, he treated the grown men in the NBA like college players, which again is never going to work. Especially he, when you've got Kevin Love there. And he called them thugs. Yeah. Accidentally, apparently. Um, but yeah, didn't, after, he mean, uh, didn't he say he meant to say slugs? Slugs. Um, but 
obviously it's not ideal when the Cavs players would which, be which, mocking which, the coach. Um, you can't call them slugs. MB doesn't play for the Cavs. Ooh, Ooh. I like it. You like it. But yeah, <laughs> and ca- he didn't have Drummond at the time either. <laughs> so I mean, they don't have the big sluggish players. It was Tristan Thompson, who's about two foot tall, and to be Kevin fair, Love. Kevin Love never runs back on on the fast break. Yeah, but he hits corner threes sometimes. I'm stuck in 2015. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, Cavs players would uh, would be mocking the coach coach Beeline by playing thug songs. Um, it's never ideal when well, your players are doing that. Well, not not thug songs, songs that with, with contain thugs. the word thug, yeah. like Bone Thugs in Harmony and yeah. Young Thug, which very funny. It's yeah, very funny. Very, very, good, very good comedy. Well done, well done, Cleveland boys. What, who, do, who do we think started that? Who Definitely think, Tristan Thompson. Who do you think's the comedian? Yeah, yeah probably, probably Tristan. Maybe J.R. Smith uh, went back to Cleveland. Not he's, not, he's not there. He anymore. might have just popped back in, hey guys, and played a song. Talk, talking about J.R. Smith, did you see that? I, again, I don't know if this was a real quote or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, we'll leave it, we'll leave it, we'll leave it. If it's on that, I remember seeing one of the quotes and it was on one of that, that fake quotes. Yeah, you said, said he's better than 85% of the players in the league currently. Uh, he might have said that. I don't he know. might have said it. I don't know. It might have been a fake quote. I follow too many meme accounts yeah. on Instagram to know if it was a real One quote. of the Cavaliers players, he said, the worst part of the whole situation was the coach not owning up to his mistakes. Which is fair enough. Cause you want your coach to be the main leader. And... He was kind of he went back on his word. Oh no, I asked, I called, I meant to call him slugs. Slugs, yeah. Which but, is still, I guess you could say that's racist because slugs are black. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no, it's not. No, it's not racist. <laughs> that's pushing. You're, that's you're, something ESPN would do. Yeah, you're really playing the race. ESPN hired me. Okay. I, I know how to get the clicks. But you, it shows how bad the situation was from what Drummond said. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the exact quote. But he you said. Sent it to me. The um. The locker room chemistry or heart, like everything, was much worse in than it was in Detroit, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh wait, no, it was better in Cleveland. No, he said he was better in Detroit. You said he he didn't expect. He said he wouldn't resign um, if John stayed oh, yeah, 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 yeah. because the the dressing room atmosphere was way worse than it was in Detroit. Yeah. So and, when did they do and, that? And he'd been there 19th. for about he'd been there for about a week mm. when he said that. So <laughs> it only took him a week to realize that. The Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers were an awful team. And not not just playing basketball because we I could have told you that like years ago as soon as LeBron left. Well, I thought they were a bad team, and I watched them last night. Oh yeah, then um. But yeah, since they've gotten rid of Beeline, they've beaten the Heat and they've beaten the Sixers. They've two and and the Wizards, so they're three and one since they fired them. Well, step down. But he, I think I saw a report. They're going to give him a role in with within the organization. Ooh. So they're keeping him on. Well, why? Why? I'm pretty sure. Let me see what role he's getting. <laughs> so yeah, they're just going to reassign him to a different role within the organization, which uh, is just why. Just let him go. Just yeah. Go back to college. Bye bye. He was so successful in college, so I, d- I don't really know why he thought. Oh, this would be a good idea to leave. I bet he was. Don't get many seven-year-old men in college. I bet he was a bet he was a hit. So moving on to another awful team in the NBA, the Washington Wizards. Bradley Beal has dropped 50-plus point games. Has two 50-plus point games. Yeah, what, what you said. <laughs> um, in back-to-back games, um, which is the first time a player has done that since Kobe Bryant. And, but, but Kobe won his games. Probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Washington didn't win a single game. No. And with it, the boy scoring fifty plus points, he did it on the day of Kobe, of uh, Kobe's memorial. So, very that was nice, a nice very, touch. Very nice touch. But that shows you how bad Washington are. Where one player could put up fifty, 
and you still lose. But it's a team sport at the end of the day. It is a team sport, but that shows you how bad their team is. Yeah. Because no one put up higher than 11. Like I said, Bradley, there's a home for you in Oklahoma in the summer. I mean, you, I can see it happening. You can I can share, really can see it happening. Share a house with me. I don't live in Billy Oklahoma. Billy Donovan. Yeah, yeah. Share with Billy. I suppose Billy and the wife will take you in. I assume Billy has a wife. I don't. He probably does. Probably. Yeah. Come on, Bradley. <laughs> come home. Come home. Come back. Come back with Billy. You can spend weekends in Florida. It's quite a distance to travel. Just have a good time, mate. Just come home and shoot efficiently, but not too much. Don't turn into another Russell Westbrook. Um, I hope you're not playing off the bench because because we're not dropping SGA for you, mate. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, who would you drop? Uh, SGA probably, probably moved to small forward. SGA, yeah, SGA yeah. moved to small forward. Bradley plays shooting guard. CP3 playing point. Or CP3 drops out to the bench and we play SGA at the point. Uh, no, SGA's playing small forward at the moment, though. So we're playing CP3 at point. Dort's playing shooting guard. SJ playing small forward. So don't have to take anybody out. Dort comes out. It'll be fine. Just shoot efficiently and join us. Moving on to a good team that are playing bad team. <laughs> like. I should have put the word like in there somewhere. Utah Jazz. From the highs of winning, what was it, like 12 on the bounce? No, that was Toronto, wasn't it? They won a lot of games. They played pretty they, good yeah, for... Yeah, they had a good stretch. It was, it was when they brought in um, Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson came yeah. in. They started playing really well. But now, four defeats in a row, and they've dropped to the sixth seed. Below us. Wow, how and embarrassing. They, they want to make a change. And it was really confusing yesterday. So, the, the Athletic, they announced that the Jazz were going to bench Mike Connolly. And then, probably about 30 minutes later, they said, oh, no. They, um, they're keeping him in the start lineup, and they're going to drop Joe Ingles instead. He's been playing power forward this season. Yeah, so... Maybe. Which is probably the smart move, because with Joe Ingles and that other guy playing small forward. Royce O'Neal. No, he's not starting. No, he's not starting. Bogdanovich. Yeah, that's two, like, pretty much like the shooters. same type of player. Yeah. Like, three three-point shooters. So you'd kind of want one of them to be off the bench. And but actually bring in a proper power forward. Do you reckon, when they announced that Conley was coming off the bench, do you reckon he called up the franchise and said, what are you doing, mate? I want No, you're not dropping me. Well, um, Connolly. Yeah. It wouldn't make any sense to drop Connolly because that's that's not really the problem. He but, might not be playing too well, but getting rid of dropping uh, your point guard. So I was looking on the Utah Jazz subreddit and they said their best lineup the, is the, when the, the best place to go. Yeah, most reasonable takes. They said their best lineup in terms of like all the stats is when Donovan Mitchell plays point guard, and they have Royce O'Neal in place of uh, Mike Connolly. That's their most right, lethal shooting guard. Oh, well, moving Bogdanovich to shooting yeah, guard. Yeah, uh, I mean position it doesn't matter really. They're just on the court. Well, I played mm. I played Royce O'Neal at power forward in the summer league on two K last year. That's just your only and, opinion. Um, he played like Draymond Green, so he's he was, nothing like Draymond Green. No, but on two K on two K power forward in the summer league, assists, rebounds, and points, he played very well. So I mean, you can try that if you want. If you want a Draymond <laughs> yeah, Green type player, no, no, I'm giving my expertise here on two K. Yeah, nice. Two K is realistic. Two K makes Andre Drummond play like Will Chamberlain. To be fair. I get dominated by Cody Zeller every time <laughs> I play against him. I can I've got I've got Dwight Howard in my team and he, he gets he out rebounded by, by Cody Zeller. Like he's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's the two K part of the podcast done. Yeah. I need to get my like weekly dosage of um two K in there. So yeah, so do you think this will change anything for Utah? Do you think they'll get them working again, taking Joe Ingles out? 
I don't know. I, I don't really watch much Utah. Like, who cares about Utah? I Good d- point. I don't Racist watch much fans. Of the games. Yeah. I don't really watch them. Um, not not all the fans are racist, just say the yeah. ones that attack Westbrook. I'm sure everyone rape. got some racist ones. Yeah, but it always happened when we when yeah. OKC would play Utah, Russ would get abused every single game. So yeah, only that select few, not all of you. Unless you all are openly racist, then all of you. <laughs> it, yeah, depends in which way you want to take it. I don't know. But another team with good players and rubbish playing players playing the Chicago <laughs> getting good at this talking thing Zach Levine is balling again and a lot it's happened quite a lot this season where Zach Levine and other Chicago players has kind of said things on the court about their coach who stood just next to them but they're caught on TV <laughs> and they look at the cameras like ah, they got me again it's always Zach Levine Zach Levine, when he caught earlier this season, saying, why are we calling a timeout? When this we're... was this week. Yeah, was that yeah. still this week? I think it was two or three times this, yeah. week, this week he's been caught saying that. He, um... um it, 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 what's the coach called? Jim... Jim Boylan. Jim Boylan, yeah. Jim Boylan was talking to him um, when... I think it was, yeah, it was the OKC game. Jim Boylan was talking to him as we were shooting three throws, and he turned around and said, I've got... 40 points. Did you see his excuse for that? He said he was talking to Dennis Schroeder instead. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But he backed that up with um, getting the ball from the inbound, shooting from the logo and switching down the three. So, fair play. Say did, what you want, Zach. You say see, what you want. Um, they were down by like 20 points with like two minutes left. The game is already done and Jim Boylan was going to call a timeout. So, Zach Levine ran over to the referee and exaggerated like, timeout, yeah. timeout, timeout. <laughs> like, he's please call a timeout. <laughs> It's quite really funny. I don't understand what Jim Boylan's doing. He's trying to set the culture of always trying hard. But like when you're down by 25 with 10 seconds left, you're not going to win the game. No, yeah. That's that's on 2K. That's when I sim. That's when I sim to the end. That's when I sim to the end. When, when, when I can't relate. I, I never lose. So no? no? That's not what I've seen. Don't call me out like that. <laughs> you never lose. I've beat you on 2K. When? when? Remember when we had that blacktop game? What's our record? Like, you, I, I got like 10 wins. You got one. Yeah, I think I won twice. Remember when um when you got drafted bad players on oh, Blacktop? Yeah. I knew uh, and I had Dennis Schroeder yeah, didn't miss a shot. Rude. I play with OKC quite a lot. <laughs> but yeah, what what's going what's going on at Chicago? What? It's they they coach they, it's like the Sixers. They got a bad coach with a bad GM and a bad owner. But we're lucky to have good players, and they got bad players. Whoa 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 whoa! Zach Levine is a good player. That's one good player. Kobe White? No, he's had three good games all season in the last three games. Can't think of another Chicago player, so, yep. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Mahimi? Mahimi, he plays for the Wizards. Does he? Does he play for the Wizards? <laughs> Who he cares? does play for the Wizards. Who cares? <laughs> Two rubbish teams. Zach Levine, um, just like um, Bradley Beal, if you want a home in Oklahoma in the summer, I, I'll happily accept you. In the, um, You're welcome. You can share a house with Billy Donovan. You don't have the same relationship. That would be weird, really, that wouldn't it? That would be weird. Uh, you can't share a house with me. I don't live in Oklahoma. Um, that somebody, I assume, somebody would... I'll move to Oklahoma with you. Chris Paul would like, allow him. Yeah. yeah. I'll move to Oklahoma if you need a, a, a flat, mate. But you'd have to pay rent. You make a lot more money than I do, Zach. Yeah, so just get out of Chicago, basically. <laughs> just just leave. Go anywhere. Just somewhere, somewhere nice. Somewhere where you can actually play basketball. That's the problem. Everybody always says, like, like Trey Young, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine... Um, Cat Booker is like these players that need to get out of their teams because they're Did waiting. Did you say that about Trey Young? I did. I don't know. Why I put Trey Young yeah. in there. <laughs> I was thinking about. It, I, was like, I don't know. Why I said Trey Young. Uh, Kevin Knox. 
<laughs> Mitchell Robinson. Dots. Any Knicks player. Yeah. It's like they need to they need to leave that team because they're they're too good to play for them and they're like just a declining team. But like if if all those players went to good teams, it wouldn't work for the good teams and the worst teams would be really bad. So they need to be bad players on good on well, bad they can be good players on bad teams. Look they, at Kemba they can Walker from fit. last season where he finally left the Hornets to go to a good team and it's worked out for him. Yeah, yeah, but all the players like mm. Cat, Booker Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, they can't all go. Why don't they just all team up and create Super team. the best 40-win team ever? Go to go to Seattle, give Seattle a, a basketball team again. Yeah. They probably deserve one. There's quite a big state without without sports teams. They don't have an NFL team, do they? they? Do. do they? Seahawks won the best in the league. Oh, I thought they didn't have one. No, they do have one. Uh, I don't know anything about NFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go on, go on. It's quite a top-heavy... I don't know if Cat goes as well. It's, not quite, it's a decent team there. Beal, yeah, Booker, be Zach Levine, Cat. Get power forward from somewhere. Decent team. Do it. They've probably got enough money if they all chip in together. Yeah, you should do. Yeah. Who's paying the contracts? Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it won't work. It'll work. Just give it a I'm go. I'm sure they can find some dodgy it's, it's, Russian. It's better, than, it's better than doing what you're doing now, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to another team another full one. of rubbish players <laughs> who are playing rubbish. But, but we're not talking about the team this time because Malik Monk has joined the, the team. He's a new member. He's a new member of the, the drug squad. Yeah, drug squad. Malik Monk has been suspended. Not We don't know how many game suspension has been given so far. I don't know what drugs he did either. Um, yeah, there's no, there's if, no information. If as he of did yet. PEDs, they obviously didn't work. No, because he's still rubbish. Yeah, he still averages 10 points a game on yeah. bad efficiency. You said this is a good mood for them to, to tank. I said they would tank with him anyway, so... Yeah. They'd probably tank better with him mm. than without him. But, yeah, welcome, Malik, to the drug squad. Oh, we're not a part of it. No, we're not a part of it. But Aiton, John Collins, Dion Waiters, J.R. Smith. Uh, J.R.'s in there anyway. Um, There's probably other men. Um, uh, O.J. Mayo, he's been suspended for two years. D- was he? Yeah. For drugs. Oh, mate, I, th- wait, I thought you were talking about OG Ananobi. I was like, oh, no, not my Ananobi. <laughs> Tyreek no, Evans is in it. Tyreek yeah. Evans. Um, Who else? I think, no, not Harrison Burns. Michael um, Beasley's probably done something. Michael Beasley. Okay, we can't, no, allegedly. <laughs> well, well, um, Matt Burns. Matt Burns. Matt Burns. He's definitely in there. <laughs> he, he's come out and said he used to smoke uh, before every game, so he's definitely in there. Al Harrington has his own uh, weed business. He's definitely yeah, he's in, in there. there. Welcome to the drug squad. He's the, <laughs> he's the team captain. Yeah. Mm. Nothing. Uh, Delonte West, he's on the streets of... Uh... Okay, no, 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 okay. Too far, too far, too far. So, Malik, welcome to the drug squad. We'll talk about it next week when more information comes out. But he, he he's, he's in the door. He's in the door. He's knocking on the door. He's going, hey, guys, can I come in? Nobody's answering because they're all, they're all on drugs. We just need to find out which which drugs he's done. And yeah. if, it deem, it deem, if it's good enough. If he's good enough to get into the are drug squad. Are you hardcore enough? Yeah. Are you, are you John Collins enough? Now, a feature that we've dropped for a couple of weeks because nothing's going on, but Rookie Watch returns. <laughs> Clapping's come in like a big, a big thing to this podcast. We clap a lot. Rookie Watch returns. And because rookies are playing well, rookies are doing basketball and they're doing it good. Finally, it's taken them, we're in February. It's taken them a while, mm-hmm. but they're doing it. What's Zion been up to? Well, um, he's doing good. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's um, 
as I said, doing very, very, very good. He's um, the third teenager in NBA history to average 25 points over five consecutive games. I think Luca did it last year. History maker. History maker. I assume LeBron's another one that did it. I got a stat up. I don't think LeBron did it. What? Yeah. Shocking. King James. Where is the stat? The self-proclaimed King uh, so James. So Luca did it last year. And Carmelo Anthony. Baller. Yeah. Okay, so doesn't mean anything, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you never know. I mean, he's on a bad team and still losing, so... Yeah, but... I still feel good about our, our prediction of him being Julius Randle with athleticism. I'm very confident with that. Yeah. But a player, which I said would be a baller at the beginning of the season... It's finally done, happening. It's done nothing since. I was right. I'm claiming it. You'll do nothing to the end of the season, but I'll take three games in a 82-game season. Kobe White. 30 point... <laughs> 30 plus point games three times in a row <laughs> there's, there's a lot easier way of saying that but I went I went around it I went all the way around but what a player he's he's looking like a basketball player he briefly yeah. briefly because he probably won't keep it up to the end of the season oh, no. but it's good to see in a rookie season just like touches of quality and he's showing touches in three games uh, there was a 33 point game a 30 point game and a 35 point game I mean, and what? you got to watch one, or did you watch that game? I didn't watch you that game. Ah. I thought you missed it. I I needed an early night. Ah. It it it'd been a rough weekend with sleeping, so I was like, ah, Chicago will win this. Woke up to a two point victory. Watched the highlights and and, and very happy in the fourth quarter. But yeah, um, I'm glad to see him kicking back and doing basketball. Another player that you said, okay, your description of this player was. Scuffed Kyrie Irving and James Harden. By that, I mean, he's got, like, the Harden step back. Like, do you know the way Harden, like, lay up? He's got all that in his... In his um... Never watched James Harden play basketball. Okay, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, he, he has similar mannerisms of James Harden, but he's also quick and has really good handles like Kyrie. Um, so, when I messaged you saying that about Kevin Porter... Did we even say Kevin no, Porter Jr.? No, we didn't mention his name. Yeah, so Kevin, Kevin Porter, Porter Jr. from the Cavs. Um... He's been on a really good um, stretch of games, averaging like maybe 15 plus points over the last per 15 30 games. points in the game against the he's game they played before balling. Philly. So when he played against Philly, he had a, an incredible start of the game. No one could defend him. So that's when I messaged you. Um, well, he had like five points and like three assists. Yeah, so I, I said, oh, he's amazing. Like He's got this confidence about himself. Um, and then he did nothing for us. Didn't rest get of the a game. single point. He got one more rebound and two more assists, mm. but not a single rebound. I didn't watch the second half. I turned off because I was um, not very happy. Crying. Um, so I don't know how he played. But um, not very good, I assume. But he, like you said, shown glimpses uh, in your rookie season. Kevin Porter Jr. has shown so many glimpses, and he's gonna be a good player. But it's just, it's just a shame that he's with the Cavs. Yeah, you can say that about a lot of players, though. Yeah. Like Kevin Love, free Kevin Love. He's a good player, but not as good as Michael Porter Jr. Okay, that's random, but yeah, yeah. you're probably right. He's got the same name, really, haven't they? Yeah. Are they brothers? No. No. No, far from it, really. They couldn't look like, in a basketball terms, they couldn't, they couldn't be look, look less far. Look, uh, they couldn't look. <laughs> they couldn't look less, more far. <laughs> I don't care. They, they look really different, right? They look really different. They're different players. One plays for Denver, one plays with the Cavs, and they don't look anything like each other. Rookie watch. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to the rookies. Yeah, when you were saying that he's like Kemba and Harden, I thought you were... Kyrie. Kyrie and Harden. I thought, what, he's really toxic and shoots really <laughs> inefficiently. But no. 
Which actually was a bit like your second half. I don't know. I don't know if you shot much. But... Oh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. For the for this joke to work, <laughs> you shot yeah two from six. So we didn't That's make not it too bad. We well, didn't make another shot from after you made the first two. Yeah. Team of the week. Team of the week. Five players from the teams that play in the NBA that have played better than everybody else that played in the NBA over a seven day period or since the All Star game. Stop. This is this is your start. This is break. the first one since your start break. Yeah. So it actually has kind of just been a week. Yeah. <clears throat> We've got the f- same players in the guard position. So Kobe White and Bradley Beal. We spoke a lot about them. I mean, oh, both. That's good. What did you drop? Not that. I thought it was like a spider. Yeah. <laughs> like we said, Kobe White three thirty pro. Ah, you say it. <laughs> So Kobe White had three games where he scored over 30 points. And for a rookie, that's a good feat. Um, Two more games and he joins that club with Zion, Luka and Carmelo. Um, He'll make his own club with... um, Maybe. I I don't know if Carmelo... If he does two more 30 games, he'll make his own club. Possibly. And then Bradley Beal, yes, he lost a lot. He lost every game. But he put up a lot of points. He put up big big man points. So my first forward was Chris Middleton. He had a 40-point game. He tore us apart, and he's averaged 29 points since the All-Star break. Oh, was the 40-point against you? No. Oh. Yeah, 29 against us. Um, but just a solid, solid week. I think since the All-Star break, he's averaging more points than Giannis. Yeah, Giannis so has kind of slowed down recently. He doesn't have to score, does he? He's going to win anyway. Yeah, great player, though. So, well, I've got the same forward... Uh, no, not Middleton, but the next guy. Anyway, Jason Tatum. What a player. Like we said... He's taken the Kobe influences from two seasons ago, and he's letting them fly. And he's playing with the Kobe um, forearm band as well. Yes, a purple one as well. Never take it off, brother. Never, Never take, take it, off. it off. Averaging almost thirty-five points per game, eight rebounds. Playing very good. Very very good. Eh? I've gone for AD. Uh, Lakers playing well, still top of the <laughs> West, not doing anything bad. Averaging like four point three blocks per game over the past four games, which is. Pretty mental. Standard stuff, really. Yep, standard for AD, but still pretty mental. When Zion's supposed to be this big block maker, and he's averaging 0.8 over the past like four games. So, AD, good player. And then my centre. Um, so, basically, let me just exp- uh, let me preface this I by saying... I think you might have bipolar. From what we were talking about at the beginning, from what, <laughs> what you've come no, no, no. to at this point. Let me explain, let me explain. So, basically, going for team of the week, if somebody drops a new career high... Instantly, that's like, well, that's a big thing. And Embiid dropped a career high, you know? <laughs> so that's why I put... And look, he's averaging 35 points and 14 rebounds. That's good. That's that's quite high. Well, let's put him in um, <laughs> points per game for, since the All-Star break. He's fifth. You can't deny he's had a good He's had a good week. I'm just not a fan. He just had a bad game against Milwaukee. But apart from that, 39 points against the Nets and 49 against Atlanta. It's solid. Like... Well, Pity's injured. Maybe we'll win now. No, definitely not. He's going to get you any... He's going to score more than 10 points. Shake. No, fair enough. Shake Milton and get 20. That's shake. So I, I went first, Stephen Adams. No, oh, I think that's a bit um, sus. Finally, this season, I mean, he's had a, had a good run in the team over the past week, scoring points, getting rebounds, which you'd expect him to do, but with the players around him, he's never done out of his career. <laughs> he's, he's not been allowed to. And steals as well, surprisingly. I mean... There's a game we got four steals, game we got three steals. I mean, you wouldn't expect the, the big man to be getting steals, but everybody just working hard. 
I wouldn't know what that looks like. Yeah, just watch more of our games. Yeah, probably should. I played Did we tonight. Play each other. Uh, I think we played all our games. Yeah, like we played each other twice. Twice, haven't we? It's three times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're on tonight. Watch us. Nah, Philly are playing tonight. This might be one of the only games we win. We're playing Knicks at home. We but, should win. But no Embiid and Simmons. I don't get like play Norval Pell. We should win. It's the Knicks. So player of the week. Um, I went for Tatum and AD. I went for Tatum, and my team was all players in the East. Yeah, but players do play for the pick one. Pick one player from the West. But there's none of my team. No, I know there's none of your team, but you you um, you know players of the West. I have a little gander. Um, don't say Harden. <laughs> don't don't say Harden. Andrew Wiggins, well done. You lost four games. You want a tank, and you're doing exactly that. So well done to you. Eighteen points per game. Well yeah. done, Andrew Wiggins. Shooting. Forty percent from three. Pretty good. Ninety-two percent from the line. Ah, what a week! Can't wait till Steph comes back. Oh yeah. A minus eleven plus minus. Steph's back on Sunday. Yeah. Steph's back in a few days. They, so. sh- they should still get the best odds for the number one pick because they're so far behind everyone yeah, else. But they probably so. still won't get it. Pelicans probably get the first pick again. Maybe. Probably. So, yeah, next week we'll talk about how Steph Curry put up 80 points in his first game <laughs> against Washington. That's who he's back for. Back Should for Washington be a win. Game. It's, it's a nice, easy game to start with. Yeah, nice 40 points. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go predict. How many points do you think you'll get? I'm going to go for 28 points on, like, 5 of 14 shooting from 3. I say he's going to he's gonna score 35 and Wiggins is going to score 30 and they're going to mm. blow them out. I'm going to go for Wiggins with 12 Donkey points. triple double. Donkey. Don- <laughs> Donkey with... Um, the, the like the finals triple, triple doubles single he, like no, nine, nine, nine. the triple doubles he put up in the in the in the NBA finals of a few years ago like thirty two points like fourteen that? rebounds oh and God. you could to the to the where where Cavs won it the yeah. season Cavs won it Donkey had some crazy triple doubles this one ah thirty two yeah. fifteen and nine yeah how see? do you even remember that because I watched back the highlights like ah, a few weeks bit, ago ah, <laughs> <laughs> I was watching I was watching I mean, the game again before that game he, he did have. Six points. Don't look points, back. Don't look back. He 30, was also suspended. Thirty-two game points from Draymond Green. But he, he made six three-point shots. Exactly. What relevance does, does this have to the podcast? Nothing. Nothing. Bring back that Draymond Green. <laughs> well, that 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 wraps up that. That's that's this week's episode done. Next week we'll talk about more basketball. I assume, unless basketball's cancelled due to the coronavirus. No, we never know. Let's hope not. Let's, let's, let's make basketball the last thing we cancel let's keep that going when we're all dying in, at home just keep cancelling celebrities don't cancel basketball yeah just yeah. keep yeah. basketball yeah. Let's keep, it's, it's good we can all agree well not for free me, no but yeah. just watch OKC yeah. pretty good thanks for listening to this episode of the Post Up Podcast I forgot to say as well we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts iTunes. I don't know what's called iTunes hey, we've made it we're big time now we're on everything go and watch us everywhere you know where to find us. Cheerio. <laughs>